Well, when I was little, I always wanted to be in the Olympics. I wanted to be a collegiate athlete. Become a sports medicine doctor. My dreams were definitely derailed after seeing him. I feel like part of me has been robbed. This week in Lansing, Michigan, 19 young women boarding a bus for the 20-mile journey from a courthouse to a community college. It's a different address. You want them to come in down this side? Where our 2020 crew and cameras awaited them. Jennifer, Morgan. But that's nothing compared to the journey they've been on for years, coming to terms with the abuse they say they endured. Hello, ladies. They've come here to tell you their story. A story they say they couldn't tell for so long. I have to say, as I sit here and look at the group of you, it's unbelievable to me that every single one of you was a victim of Larry Nasser, and you're just a drop in the bucket. Yes. For so many years, you might have thought you were the only one. Mm -hmm. Look who's next to you. You weren't. It's overwhelming. It's, it didn't have to be this way. It's both incredibly comforting, but also incredibly horrifying as to how many of us there are. Their tormentor, Larry Nassar. Hopefully this will be an educational experience. The once revered former team doctor for American gymnastics, a man from whom they sought care and comfort and instead suffered the cruelest form of betrayal and degradation. His fate sealed earlier this week as Judge Rosemarie Aquilina made certain he would never see freedom again. I'm giving you 175 years which is 2,100 months. I've just signed your death warrant. So how does it feel knowing that man will never, ever step outside prison again while he's alive? You know, I am grateful, but it feels very incomplete. I don't think it really represents the, the pain and all of the emotions that all of us have gone through and all the other women out there. Everyone tell me how old you were when Larry Nassar first abused you. 12, 8, 15, 12, 14, 18, 20, 16, 14. So I heard a 20, so that's the oldest. I heard a 7. 7? Yep, at one point my coach was even in the room with me. Your coach was even in the room with you? Yeah. Yep. How many of you suffered from anxiety as a result of what happened to you? Panic attacks? Depression? What a legacy for pursuing what was your dream. Now we have a new dream. What's the new dream? Change the world. The courageous women we met were among the 156 who took turns giving those searing victim impact statements at sentencing. And I have experienced flashback nightmares. One after the other. Touching us innocent little girls. Experienced by kindergarten. The anguish. And scared every day. The anger. How much I hate you. Lasting more than seven extraordinary days. And now you're the world's number one child molesting pedophile. Some with very familiar faces and names. Olympic gold medalist Ali Raisman. The worst epidemic of sexual abuse in the history of sports. And others she called an army of survivors, bravely shedding their anonymity in unprecedented numbers. 
their parents wiping away tears, still haunted and bewildered by the assaults that went unnoticed, sometimes with them in the room. And she said, Mom, he put his fingers in me and they weren't gloved. And I said, Chelsea, I was right there in the room. And she goes, you couldn't see what was going on, Mom. And she said, he hurt me. I willingly took my most precious gift in this world <laughs> to you. And you hurt her. And she was only eight. I cannot help but think, how did I miss the red flags? For every sister survivor who testified in court, there is a story of a little girl with a dream and a love of a sport. Like Akemi Look, she was immediately dazzled by rhythmic gymnastics watching the 1996 Olympics. I was 10 years old and I was riveted. I was on the edge of my seat as a little girl because, you know, you see these beautiful streamers flying up in the air and it's such a graceful sport and they throw their equipment up 30-something feet into the air and then catch it and it's like magic. And I, I said to my mom, I want to do this. Maddie Larson's love for gymnastics began when she was just two years old. Surprisingly, I could pretty much almost do all the things the six-year-olds could do at two, and it was like it was like I found my calling at two years old. You were one of those kids with the magic pixie dust. Yeah, it, was, it all came, it together came for you. so easy to me, and that's what I loved about it. Lindsay Lemke was six when the gymnastics bug bit her. The higher level I got, and the more accolades I had, the more confidence I had in myself, and you know that was kind of something I wanted to pursue. All three girls rapidly ascended the ranks, becoming elite gymnasts. How quickly did coaches around you know that you were something special? It was pretty quick. My parents told me that all the coaches that we tried, like, she has it. She could go all the way. They were saying this before you were seven years old? Yeah. Was there a particular event that was your specialty? Floor was my favorite, and I think it kind of showed because I lit up when I did floor. With the dreams came grueling commitment. I gave up everything. I was always in the gym practicing. I wanted to make the Olympics. It's a life that is very different from the normal high school girl's life. There's so much competition and so much loneliness and so much isolation. You're training most of the day. It's incredibly cutthroat. And hand in hand with nonstop training, there were frequent injuries. And I was at practice and I did a two and a half twist and I landed on my ankle and it rolled out and then I heard a crack. I had broken my foot. I had shin splints, I had um, knee pain. I was in splits and I couldn't lift my leg off the ground. It was just the sharpest pain. I just cried and cried and cried. And with those injuries came treatment. And the coach said, you need to go see the team doctor. Yeah. He'll make you better. Yeah. Little did they know, they say, there was no cure in sight. You have the Olympic doctor? Yes. It was like, wow, I'm lucky. You know, I, I just hurt my foot and he's already fitting me in his schedule. I remember being told that he was the national team doctor and that I was in good hands and he knows what he's doing. 